Are you ready to learn the business skills you need to accelerate your career? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business is now offering its highly ranked working professional MBA entirely online. Whether you choose to attend on campus, online, or a mix of both, you're in control, balancing the demands on your busy schedule. Don't wait. Start your personalized MBA journey this fall. Visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA to learn more and apply. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. By your name, Jesus, 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 hallelujah. We give you glory. We thank you, Jesus. We magnify your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. Hashaba Mama Mumosikata. Oh, we give you glory. Oh, Shalalarosia. We thank you, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Oh,
everybody we're just starting now um, we've been started our service here so we're just going to take a couple minutes and and just talk a little bit about what we talked about last week and we'll go right into our Sunday service our Thanksgiving service we welcome everybody we thank everybody Don't take it for granted that you're here. So we thank God that you are here. And we know that the Lord brought you here for a reason. Hallelujah. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. Thank you for waking us up. Thank you, O oh God, for bringing us to the house of the Lord one more time. Even as we give thanks unto you, O oh God. And God, we just glorify your name on this morning. We magnify your name. We thank God that you are God. And Lord God, there is no one like you. So we thank you, Lord. 
as we come, oh God, and give thanks unto you. God, we thank you every day, not just of what you do or because of the circumstance, but we give thanks unto you every day, not only with our lips, but with our hearts and with our well-doing and our work unto you. So, Lord, as we continue to thank you on this morning and, and throughout our life, we don't take it for granted that you keep giving us a second chance. Lord God, we ask you, O oh God, to bless this Thanksgiving service as we have already celebrated the death of our dad, Joseph Asamoah. And we thank you for such a glorious day on yesterday as we celebrated his calm coming to you because he's already asleep waiting to come. So as we get our lives together, we're praying that we receive our robe too. So we don't take it for granted on such a beautiful, beautiful time in the Lord on yesterday as we celebrated our dad. So that God, we thank you for showing up in the midst, even as the glory of God is here with us on today. God, allow us to continue to glorify your name. Let thanksgiving, oh God, come up to you like a sweet aroma, even as we praise you and just magnify you. Oh God, through every word that will be spoken, we ask you, O oh God, to cover us in this place. We come against any distraction in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against every any work or any any um, demonic force that will try to come to hinder this Thanksgiving service. And we thank you, O oh God, for your presence and your glory that's present in this place. And God, we just glorify you. We thank you. We thank you, God. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. God, we give thanks unto you because it's you, oh God, that even allow us to come into this place with such a gratitude of thanksgiving because not what you have done or what you're going to do, but because you are God. And because of that, we celebrate you. We magnify you. We glorify you in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, Lord, we just thank you on this morning as we're going into the afternoon. Bless everybody that is on their way, traveling mercies, even the services that are going on before as they come. Oh, God, we just give thanks. Give um, thanks unto the Lord and your mercy endures forever. Hallelujah. And thank you, Jesus. Amen. And glory to God. Hallelujah. Now we're going to start to give you a couple words of exhortation as we have talked on last week. Amen. So we won't get confused with time, right? <laughs> Take the time back once. What time is it, Pastor? It's 11.33.
Hallelujah. We, we give glory to God. Hallelujah. Woo. We just so grateful. Hallelujah. On this morning. Amen. We've been talking about a lot of things here. Amen. As we've been doing our Sunday school. We're just going to give a word of exhortation from what we had talked about prior to other weeks. As we just go into uh Hallelujah. Our service here. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. God bless you, Apostle Joe. And some more. God bless you. Amen. So, on last week, we, we was talking about prayer. We were talking about faith. We were talking about just some things that the Lord had put on our heart. Amen. Hallelujah. So um, at the end of the day, we were talking about the meaning of prayers and the supplications. So we, we, we wanted to um, have make sure that we understood that in Philippians 4, 6, and 7, it says that when we pray this way, we will be able to come to a place of what? Peace. And the, the, the word peace means to guard. Amen. So even as we broke it down and as I go through my um, commentary and do other research, as I read through other um, versions of the Bible as King James, Amplified, NIV, it breaks down it. It, this, it breaks down the scripture as throughout the Roman Empire, there were cities in which there was a contingent of Roman soldiers. But Philippian, to whom the letter was written, was such a Roman colony a center of representative strength of the Roman government. It was to that people that the Apostle Paul used a term that they could be, they would, would more understand than many other communities would. So when he used that term, keep or guard, it is the same expression as used as the soldiers who like centuries or centuries would go marching about the city to preserve its boundaries for its defense. But it was the first place that would be attacked by the enemy that wanted to lay hold of that territory. But it was the last place that could be successfully overtaken because of the strength of this fortress. So in other words, as the Bible says that you will be able to come to a place of peace. So there has to be some type of guard. There has to be some type of way that we keep the enemy out of that place of peace because we know the enemy attacks our mind. We know that he comes in to kill, steal, and destroy. So therefore, he's coming to try to steal our dream. He's trying to come and steal our joy. He's definitely trying to come and steal our peace because those that are in Christ Jesus, as the Bible says in Romans 5, as we go to Romans 5, I love that because sometimes, you know, it's okay, but we as we those that are in Christ have to know what have already been given unto us. The keys of the kingdom have already been given unto us. And the keys of the kingdom consist of peace. The keys of the kingdom consist of joy. The keys of the kingdom consists of multiplication, blessings, subduing, dominion. The keys of the king of the kingdom consist of all these things. So as kingdom citizens, as sons of God, as inheritors, we already have what's been given. 
But if you don't know what you have, you won't know how to use it. But the Bible reminds us, hallelujah, in Romans um, 5, let's go to 5 and let's start at uh, 1. It says, therefore, King James, having been justified by faith, but how do we get faith? Through the hearing of the word of God, through what? Reading his word, and as we read his word, now we're in relationship because he is the word. So it takes relationship in order to really obtain the word. So as we take ownership of the word because we're in relationship with the father, that means that we have already been justified by his word through by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. So there is a Come on, double, double. Because in Jesus Christ, we have already accepted him as our Lord and Savior, our Father. Hallelujah. He sits at the right hand. So peace is already ours. And because of that, we don't have to worry because we know that faith troubles in trouble. So in other words, when he's saying that, when we come to a place of peace, we have to guard and keep our peace, meaning that we have to keep prayer in the forefront, fasting in the forefront, in a relationship, obedience in the forefront. Come on, because that is what guards the enemy from breaking through to our peace. But when we lack a prayer life, when we lack the essentials of prayer, then the enemy is able to maneuver his way in. And sometimes he uses it through commodities, people, things. And we are tricked by the enemy because we're looking at the object instead of looking at the subject. The subject is our Lord Jesus Christ. So when we keep our eyes on him, the prize, we continue to press through. So when the enemy tries to come in like... Are you passionate about your professional future but not sure what's next? The Ohio State University Fisher College of Business can take your education and career to the next level with its highly ranked working professional MBA. With flexibility to earn a degree entirely on campus, online, or a mix of both, an MBA from Ohio State is more accessible than ever. To get started, visit go.osu.edu slash WPMBA. The Ohio State University Max M. Fisher College of Business, where principled leaders are created. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. A flood, that standard that is lifted up, allows us to be protected. So when the enemy comes to attack us, he cannot reach us. And the territory that we hold will not be able to be besieged or overtaken. So that's why as as, as, as he continues to go down in Philippians 4 and 6 and 7, we are not to worry, but to what? Make our requests known to God with what? Thanksgiving. 
and that God's peace will march about a request like century. Amen. Let me come from the Amplified Version. It says, therefore, since. See, therefore means that it's already been there. Means that it has already come. Means that it's already ours because we're in Christ Jesus. So before he lets us know the peace that we already obtained, he said, well, let me make sure that you understand. Therefore, so if the enemy tries to raise up a standard in your mind to make you not believe what I've already given you, therefore, since we are justified, meaning that we have been acquitted, Declare righteousness and given a right standing with God. Not with the apostle, not with apostle Joel, not with people, not with your wife, your husband, your job, your money, but with God. Through faith, which is God, because the word is God. And only through the word, your faith is able to be what? Obtained. So let us, not one, but let us, meaning to grasp the fact that we, that's fact. It's not an opinion. It's not an option. It's not something that we may sometimes just say, well, maybe if, no, it is. It is what it is. So it is, let us grasp, meaning we have. Come on, the peace of what? Reconciliation to what? Hold and to enjoy. But a lot of times we allow the enemy to come and steal our peace because we don't know what we obtain in Christ. Because the peace is already ours, but it is through the understanding of Christ. So therefore, it says, the right standing through faith, let us have, come on, peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, which is the Messiah, the anointed one. Amen. So through him also we have many access, the interest introduction by faith into the grace, meaning the state of God's favor in which we mean firmly and safely stand. Let us rejoice and exalt in our hope, experiencing, enjoying glory in God. We have it. So therefore, praying to God does not only mean we will always get what we want. Let us face it. God is not a vending machine. And he's definitely not a bubblegum machine. So there's going to be times when we may feel like God does not hear us, but he's truly there with us. Now, even though we may feel like he don't hear us, that is our flesh beginning to speak because we want something. We have a desire for something. But maybe it's not the right timing. Maybe it's not what he wants us to have at that time. So that's where patience come in. Because he knows what we need. And he definitely knows what we can handle. But sometimes we want more than what we can handle. So we feel like, oh, God is not listening to us. He's not hearing our prayers. We've been praying day and night, week after week, month after month, day, year after year. Now, 
A lot of times you may feel like, oh, well, you know, most people may say, oh, well, maybe you're sinning. You know, in most cases, you know, we're all, we all fall short of sin. But in most cases, maybe we are disobedient. So let me use that because we all sin, but not have a license to do it. But we may do it not knowingly because we can look at somebody and be like, hmm, who do they think they are? And that is not good because that is like envying, envy. That could be envy. It can turn into jealousy. It could turn into hatred. It could turn into anger and wrath, even murder. Not just murdering physically, but murdering with our minds. You know, most people know how to do that very well. And don't realize the pain and the scar that they leave in individuals. People can be so nasty. No matter how nice you be to them. And the way they do it, they do it in such a way to where they feel as though that it's okay. So as you take it on the shoulder and just say, all right, we are human. We still feel that pain. So at the end of the day, those are different things that can hinder our prayers. So our prayer sometimes is hindered because of us. And then sometimes the prayers are hindered because maybe God knows that we're not ready yet. Because he has such, something so greater that he don't want us to mess up what he has already prepared. So sometimes we leave God before the blessing come and we do it with our own strength. And the reason why we don't keep it is because it was never from God. Now you may obtain it for a little bit and it seems like it, everything is okay. But something that's for God will remain if you stay obedient unto him. So God is hearing our prayers. But he has a specific time. Now we can put pressure on God. As we continue to call forth things that are not as though they were. But long as we're in the right standing with him. See, when he, when you have pressed through the fire. When you have made deposits of prayer. You have made deposits of supplication. You have made deposits of thanksgiving. You have made deposits of sacrifice. I'm talking about you have sacrificed everything. Meaning that you will do something to where you will know that you have something, but you will put others before you because that's sacrifice. So those are deposit seeds that you're deposited in heaven. So don't take it for granted as though it's being done in vain. See, those are the little seeds we forget about. That's why God, he always come with such a big enormous abundance of blessings that shower down on us because of those deposit seeds of sacrifice. See, are we willing to sacrifice for others? Are we willing to sacrifice out of our own need, out of our own desire, out of our own timing? Because sometimes we want it right now, Apostle Joe. You know, we want us to succeed now. We, we don't want to push others to succeed Sometimes because we say no, we're trying to see first. But sometimes God tests us to say, would you let somebody else go before you? Because see, 
when you allow others to go before you, remember, he says the, the last, those that would be last shall be first. So at the end of the day, those are seeds deposit of sacrifice. So just because an answer isn't always what we think is best, or sometimes we don't get an answer right away. See, this is where faith comes, Pastor. Hello? This is where faith comes. Because faith doesn't just fall out the sky. I remember my son said that to me about 15 years ago. He knew the entrepreneurship anointing about 20 years ago all my life. Things were moving good, real estate going well. And I, I kind of to a season where I just kind of like just, just stood. And I was into ministry and I, you know, was, was just going at a fourth pace. And I was just sitting waiting. And he said to me, he said, Ma, he said, you got to work your faith. It, Mama, it ain't going to just fall out the sky. And I said, who do this little boy think he is? <laughs> I'm not just mama, but I'm pastor. Amen. But he had a point. Because even though I was sitting and expecting, faith is dead without works. So it wasn't like I was not working my faith. It was just that I was not working it at the extent of what God had already given it to me. See, we, 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 we hide those talents that we think that are not what we feel that they are. When they're the, the talents that is going to take us above and beyond. So when we take that one and two and that three and four, everything else begins to work itself. So therefore, even as we work our faith, things begin to now fall on us. But if we sit there in dormant, guess what? You're going to be still and nothing is going to fall. So you got to persevere through by faith. Meaning that you got to sometimes stay on that prayer floor until God answer. But even when he answer, you have to still stay there. See, what happens is once we receive some of those seeds that we pray up and God begins to release them, we get off the threshing floor. But see, let me help you understand prayer. Prayer is not just praying when you need something. Prayer is not just something that you do because you're bored. Prayer is not something that you do because, okay, that's what everybody is telling you to do. But prayer brings you closer to God. It is an intimacy between you and God. Relationship is created through prayer. It is a two-way communication. So sometimes you don't have to go in asking for anything. Just go lay on the threshing floor in his presence. Because he already knows what you need. He already knows where you're going. He already knows where you're going to end up. So sometimes you just have to get there on the threshing floor and stay there. See, when you create an atmosphere of prayer, you're going to want to just continue to come back there. Even when you got to go to work, Apostle Joe. Even when you want to think you're going to lay in your bed. You know, you're going to say, no, I got to go back to that threshing.
threshing floor. Now, most of us have a place that we have at home where we create our prayer closet, but sometimes there's another place where you just want to go and lay before God. You're not going to ask for anything. You're not going to talk about nothing. You just want to lay in his presence. Relationship is created in the on the threshing floor because God is there waiting for you. But what happens is we leave God. Even when he begins to bless us and he begins to give us the things and the desires of our heart. But see, prayer is a lifestyle. Prayer is a long life style that we continue daily. Prayer is not something, hallelujah, that you do, hallelujah, just because, hallelujah, you want to do it. Hallelujah. Prayer is something that is something that you must do because it creates seeds of sacrifice, seeds, so that when you get to that place, Hallelujah. Of supplication. That when you begin to call out to God. Thanksgiving begin to come. And the gratefulness in your heart begin to be released. So sometimes we're not going to get everything that we want. See prayer brings us closer to God. When we openly come to him. When we let our guard down. And allow him into our hearts. See, through prayer, God can bring healing to the emotionally and physically weak. This is one way he can bless us. See, prayer is important because this is our way of communicating to God. And with any relationship... Without communication, the relationship will become what? Weak. See, when we look into the scriptures and we see through the word of God, even the scriptures alone is prayer. Because as we're speaking forth God's word, we're calling God's word to us. God's word cannot come back void. Understand? So as we're praying, reading the word like we just said in Romans 5 and 1. Therefore have been justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through whom also we have access by faith into his grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. Now, let me come in prayer. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord God, therefore because... I have been justified by faith. I thank you for my peace. Now you are claiming what you have already been given. Why? Because Lord God, I am in you through my Lord Jesus Christ. And because relationship, I already obtained peace. So, dear God, thank you for giving me access. Increase my faith. Into the grace in which I now stand. Come on now, what you're doing? You are increasing your, come on, you, you're increasing your faith because sometimes our faith is wavered. 
because of life situations. See, we don't know what life going to bring us. That's why I always say, when you look at the word life, you get L-I-F-E. It is a leap in faith experience. Because we leap. When you leap, that means that you take a not step, but a hop sometimes into the unknown. Into a place. Just like um, when a fish come up out of the water. They're coming in a place of the unknown because they need to be what? In water to breathe. So as they come up, because sometimes the sun is beaming on the water, they're glaring up just to see what is that light. So sometimes they take a chance and leap out the water. Have you ever saw fish? Sometimes you're like, hey, they leap up. I believe it's because sometimes the light sometimes draw them. And as they leap up by faith, guess what? If they stay up too long, they can die because what? Their gills, uh, you know, it opens and closes, right? So too much air can come in. It's like when we, if you will go on the moon, we cannot go outside that shuttle because of the atmosphere outside of Earth. That's why they wear suits. So just one minute, we can die because that atmosphere is not conducive to the way our bodies was created because of oxygen that we hold. So that is that faith. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Family. It looks a little different for everyone. For some, it's mom and dad. For others, roommates who feel like family. And for others, it's your significant other, their golfing buddies, your children, a high school soccer team starting lineup, and oh look, they're all taking you up on the offer to stay for dinner. Really testing the limits of that phrase. The more the merrier. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on home and car insurance. Easier than making three frozen pizzas and assorted frozen veggies into a cohesive meal. Experience when we leap. We don't know what's going to be on the other side. But when we leap, we take a chance. There's something great that will come because guess what? We have peace. And we're in Christ. And because of that, we know that we can obtain what's on the other side. And even though if it looks like it cannot be attainable, we can pray. And it says that as we stand and rejoice in the hope, because that is what faith is, is what we hope. Meaning that if we're praying for healing, we're not just hoping for it, but we're praying for good health. Because we know in our healing by his stripes we're already healed. So we don't pray God heal me. I'm already healed. So I pray good health because you've already took the stripes and we've been declared we are healed because you died for us and by your stripes we're healed. So that is how prayer works. So your faith has to work itself. So that's why prayer, I mean faith comes by what? Hearing the word of God. So as you hear the word of God, you are creating a relationship. There's an intimacy, like a woman, a husband and a wife. There's an intimacy created. But in order to have a great marriage, it is communication. Most people say it's love. Hey, 
Love is part of it, but communication is first. Because if you cannot communicate, where can the love come in? Because if you don't come into an agreement and an alignment, come on, that's going to be what? A division. Love will never be able to stay in. You can come in with love, but if you don't know how to communicate, come on, it can destroy the love that you had. So that's why it's the communication and prayer and how we pray, but how we come in knowing that we are already sons of God. We have already have inherited the kingdom of God. So we're not just barely just people coming to church. Uh uh-uh. This we are the church. So when we walk out the building, the people should see church. So therefore, we are the kingdom citizens in Christ. So the keys that God have already given us, hallelujah, keys. The keys that God have already given us is ours. We hold on to our keys. When you're at home, gifty, do you hold on to your car keys? Because if you don't, you can't go get in your car. You got to know where your keys is. We put our keys down and be like, y'all know what? Y'all see my keys? But that's what we do in the kingdom of God. We put down God's keys. When we're supposed to have those keys on us on our neck 24-7s. Because when we're looking for our car keys, we got them. And then if we don't got them, we go straight to the dealer and we will spend $500 for one key. But when we go deposit ourselves in prayer, when we go to the threshing floor, like we go for our keys to our house, to our car, that's the access that we're talking about here. The meaning of prayer and supplication. Because when we know who we are, we are secure in that place of peace. Just like kingdom citizen. Remember, Philip was a citizen. He was able to look in the city and see the soldiers guarding. He was able to see why. Because God gave him eyes to see. Because guess what? It was God that sent him. God would never send us in territories where we're blinded. That's why you have to be on the threshing floor of prayer and fasting. Because only through certain things that these things will break only through what? Prayer and fasting. So therefore, you can't get up off the threshing floor until God gives you the indicator, the green light. Because what happens is, see, you're going in territories. And if you're not ready... For those demonic territories, come on now, you will be doomed. Because if you don't know who you are, see, the enemy is in our mind. He wants us to think we're less than who he, because he never had a second chance. So he wants us to feel like we are nothing to God. Because he's nothing to God. But we're all to God. He created us in his image. We're all that in a bag of chips. And a hot sandwich. Amen. I'm just saying that to let y'all know that you have to know. But you have to stay in a place of prayer. That's why unlimited grace prayer ministry. When you look at that. It is like unlimited. Means that. Because Apostle Joe. I mean when I met him. It was like. You know I was already a woman of prayer. But it was like. God connected me. To some more fire. And that fire. Was like wow. Because God began to open up my eyes. In other areas. And he did not stop. It was like. 24. 
even though I thought I was 24. Hey, it's nothing more than 24. But that man, so it gave me the ability to really get into a place of prayer. Because when you look at unlimited, it's like no limits. Means that you're going to pray when you're just waking up. You don't want nothing. Lord, just thank you for waking me up. Lord, thank you for opening up my eyes. When I'm in the bathroom, Lord, I just thank you for hot water. Somebody ain't got hot water. I know when I first went to Ghana, I thank God when they put us in the PT apartment hotels, it was hot, hot water. But after a while, the water kind of got cold. But guess what? I was ready for it. Because see, before I went to Ghana, when we, we went to a place for fasting, I had to stay there and I had to bathe out of a, out of a um, tote. So God, they, he, God took me out of my, 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 my regular way that I, I did things. So God didn't just send me to my international ministry. I had to go through some things. I had to learn how to deal with other cultures and other values and beliefs and where he was taking me. Even though I may be anointed and I may be the woman of God that I am. But if you don't understand territories that you're going in, hallelujah, it could bring destruction. So I had to go into a place of prayer, unlimited prayer. So unlimited uh, grace, it was the grace of God that allowed me to stay in it. Because when you come in and dealing with different cultures, it's not easy. You have to be set to different places and cultures. Because we're not alike. But when you are sent by God, he teaches you how to learn it. And how to bring down your pride. And how to bring down, even though, yes, it may be the right way. But to humble you. But not to make you weak. Don't get it twisted. But at the end of the day, it's not easy. That's why you see most people... They, 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 they quit. They, they, they stop. Everybody can't go. See, everybody wants international. But don't you know, international is not just out of the country. International people, when God says you have an international ministry, you know, means it could be right in the nursing home. Because there's people. When he says you're going to go to nations, people automatically think International. But nations mean people. So you could be in a grocery store and that could be your ministry. You could be in a car dealer, that's your ministry. You could be on the street, that's your ministry. Because nations mean people. It doesn't mean that you travel outside. So as you pray, God will give you the geographic location. He'll give you the, the, the mandate, the assignment. He will give it to you A, B, C. I had to learn the hard way. So I've learned to come to an unlimited place of grace and prayer. So unlimited grace, prayer. And then it's like, okay, if you don't get the unlimited grace that I'm giving you, know that it's prayer. So unlimited grace. So when he sent the man of God, it was like, uh, I'm giving you unlimited grace, but you're going to have to pray. Ministry takes prayer. Your job takes prayer. Your marriage takes prayer. Your kids, children, takes prayer. You managing your money takes prayer. You managing your personal development within takes prayer. 
everything we do is prayer. Every turn we make on the street is prayer. When we get in our car, it's prayer. When we're in the store, it's prayer. Why? Because we could buy the wrong thing. We could spend too much money. See, prayer comes in budgeting, money management, self-development management. It comes in many angles. So that's why prayer has to be. So I always tell people, because as the anointing that's on my life to, 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 to activate ministries and people to go into ministry, I always tell them, I don't care what platform God put you on. I don't care how many people you come before. Stay humble. Put prayer number one. And everything, I don't care if he give you the building. I don't care if he give you the millions. I don't care if he give you the people. Keep prayer on your lips. Prayer for everything. Just don't go listen to somebody because they've been in ministry for 50 years. Go pray and ask God, God, is this what you want me to do? Is this who you want me to listen to? Is this the wise counsel you want me to take from this individual? Because one wrong mistake can detour you from your assignment. So that's why prayer in everything. We want, you know, most people say, okay, I want to do this. But did you pray about it? And then most people, they'll come and say, well, okay, pastor, apostle, God called me to ministry. And we, you know, God called us to, to be apostles. We're not going to tell you that you're not apostle. Even though we see in the spirit very good. Because we're not just prophets, but we're seers. But at the end of the day, what we say is, is that what God said? Because if that's what God told you, we can never override God. But what we do is, we will pray with you. But make sure you're not allowing somebody else to put you in shoes that you're not able to fit. See, that's what's wrong now. We don't go to prayer for our gift. I'm talking about the minister gift. Not the manifestational gifts or the motivational gifts, but I'm talking about the ministry gifts. As an apostle, the pastor, the teacher, the evangelist, the prophet. When somebody says we're a prophet, we just take it. Because we don't prophesy. Guess what? You can be under a corporate anointing and God can use anybody to prophesy, but that don't make you a prophet. But now, because people, God is you, they say, you prophet. Come and come to a prophet school. Come to apostle school. Nothing wrong with that. But make sure it's God that's calling you a prophet. Because the shoes that a prophet wear, my God, you are alone. The shoes that an apostle wear, oh my God, you may not make it. If I can throw these keys to you, but my mom taught us never to throw nothing. But I'm just saying, I'll throw these keys to you quick. Like, take the apostleship, please. Take it. Take it. Let me throw in the towel. Take it. But guess what? I threw in the towel so many times, and guess what? He said, you better go back and get it. I told Pastor one day, I said, Pastor, here go the key. I love you, but I don't think I'm, I don't think I, it was my calling. It's not easy. Like I say, when, you, when you're dealing in different cultures, you, do, you know, you, you know, but I couldn't give it back. I was just going through a moment. You know, we go through moments. It's okay, leaders. We can go through moments. See, we as leaders try to be so strong. But we can go through moments. But we can't give it back. Because we can't give it back to people. God gave it to us. Apostle Joe didn't give me the key. God did. And I can't give it back to him. 
So I had to go into a place of prayer. Okay, Lord, help me. And I remember I got into a situation. It was so unbearable. I just said, okay, Lord, my prayer was this. Lord, don't let my heart turn wax cold towards them. Because see what the enemy is mad about. He know the love that I have for people, even how they do me. So he tried to make my love turn wax cold and, and be offended. But I said, Lord, don't let my love turn wax cold. Touch my heart. Don't let me not love them because of the offense. Now, that's not easy. It's not. So that was my prayer. Give me more wisdom to, to know how to deal with them. Or to even deal with myself. So that was the prayer. So it could have been shata by fire, back to cinder, bro, bro, bashaka. No, because when you're called in an assignment for God, there's going to be people who going to offend you. There are people who are going to do so many foul things against you. They're going to assassinate, try to assassinate your character. They're going to do everything against you. They kill Jesus. But you have to stand. You have to stand. He says, stand in the wilds of the devil. Stand. Is it easy? No. But through prayer. It's only by prayer. So when he connected me to unlimited grace prayer, it was that connection that I needed to stand. Because sometimes in life, you just have to stand. But prayer and fasting, we never missed a Friday night. Rain, sleet, snow was in the 11 to 3. And he would prophesy. I would prophesy. But I would have to remember the prophecies because he will forget the prophecy. So just imagine to have to remember the prophecies and then to hold everything. But I tell you, my God, what it built in me. So prayer for me, people think sometimes I'm like weird because I'll be in places like Shatabat. I just pray. You coming against me, I just be like, okay, do you know who I am? Like, I, I said, okay, because when you come for me, you're coming for my God, my Lord Jesus Christ. So don't come for me. But I say, Lord, I always say, Lord, have mercy on them. Please, they know not what they do. I'm coming back with your word, Lord. See, that's prayer. So as we're closing to hear a sound of um, praise, amen. Philip knew. That's why we have to continue to pray. But in prayer, we have to spend time with God. Don't worry about if he hears you. Because he hears you. Don't worry about, okay, if it's going to be answered in the time that you expect. Because anytime you got that bill due, and if you're in relationship with God, and you have made those seeds of deposits of sacrifice. You could go to heaven and make a withdrawal. See, they ain't like the bank. Because if you ain't got money in there, you ain't getting no money back. Did you experience that yet with your car? I'm just saying. If you ain't got money in there, you ain't getting money. Now, if you got overdraft, you may get it. But guess what? You're going to pay that fee. But with God, hey, it ain't no overdraft fee. 
He's going to give it to you. Even when sometimes we don't deserve it. Even sometimes when we may be off track. Because we have planted seeds of sacrifice. See, we get off the threshing floor too quick. After our blessing, our prayers been answered, we get up. You don't get up. You stay down. Because what you're doing now is you're making more deposits. So when your husband's sick, they go to that deposit. When your friend is in need, they go to that deposit. See, you just stayed on the threshing floor for your own need. And you got up. But when you stay on the threshing floor 24-7, you, put, you, you, you make a deposit seat for everybody. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. With prices soaring at the pump, filling up can be stressful. That's why Discover has your back with cashback. Use Discover to earn 5% cash back at gas stations and Target, now through June, on up to $1,500 in purchases when you activate. We know every dollar matters right now, but you can count on us. Get up to $75 cash back this quarter with your Discover It card. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash rewards. People, people that you don't even know because when you pray in the spirit, your spirit intercedes for you. So even though you could be next to your co-worker, she didn't even tell you what she's going through about a spirit. The spirit of God knows in you. So it begins to bless her. And she's wondering like, wow, this happened quick. And then you ain't really know because you didn't know what she was going through. Then she began to testify. But them some of your seeds of sacrifice. Because you are in close promity with them. And they can receive that because of your sacrifice. So it's not just for us. So here's how the supplication come in at. The word supplication is directly simply by to bind. So whenever they encounter term supplication, it presents to us the kind of prayer where we come to the Lord and we move into a dimension of controlling by the power of God that which is uncontrollable by human power. That's why we pray what? In the spirit. So what can we do when we're praying in the spirit when the enemy tries to rise up against us? As we pray in the spirit, the spirit of God begins to intercede for us. So he's already fighting on behalf. He already knows what we're going through, what we're going to go through, and even the plan that the enemy is trying to put against us. Just like Job, he told the, um, Satan, hey, you can touch everything around him, but don't touch him. So God already knew. Matter of fact, he considered Job. Job didn't know he was about to get considered. He was a rich man, didn't sin, didn't do nothing, living a life just so glorious. And God said, you know what? I got somebody for you. Hey, come on. Consider Job. So sometimes God will consider you just to see your level of prayer. So don't get it twisted. Maybe God's taking you to another level of prayer. Maybe God's taking you to another level of fasting. Maybe God's taking you to another level of intimacy with him. See, God wants intimacy. He don't want just us to pray with our lips. He don't want us just to pray before the people like we really doing something, coming before the people. You know, I, no, he wants us to be inside of us. 
He wants it to be within us. He wanted to be authentic. He wanted to be true. He wanted to be relationship. So that when the enemy begins to rise up and try to vex our spirit, the standard of the Lord begins to work for us. Because that's why the word of God lets us know that we can make a supplication unto him. As we're praying, We make the supplication is what our spirit is praying for. It's the supplication meaning express of words. It helps us to bind the enemy attacks the agenda and the plan of the enemy so these supplications allows us to begin to put it before God and then that's where thanksgiving begins to follow after that because now that we know the enemy plan through our supplication through the word of God as we pray and we raise that standard unto God now we begin to thank God and thank him for already the victory the victory that the enemy have already been defeated that we have already overcome why because God have given us a privilege to draw lines in prayer and that is directed by the Holy Spirit which prays for us and in us that's why the Bible says as what you will means that you ask what you because it's already given to us so as we ask what you will means that because it's already been given and because he's already in us as we ask it's already given unto us so that does not mean that God is obligated to answer every prayer spoken as we enter into a place of supplication but the Holy Spirit begins to teach us how to pray and it teaches to what to pray so even if we don't understand it the the Holy Spirit begins to talk on our behalf and makes intercession within us. It joins us together in prayer with the Father so that it can effectively deplore, implore um, what it is that we're asking. And he petitioned on our behalf into the things unto God. So supplication is where we come into a conference. It's like when you go into a meeting. The conference is the conference room. You come with the people and you're sitting down to try to come up with what? Options. Trying to come up with a solution. Trying to come up with an idea. So you come to the conference. So in this case, we're coming in the conference with God, but it's the Holy Spirit that's sitting in between us and God. And it's the Holy Spirit that's speaking to God because Jesus God is spirit. So it's Holy Spirit and God that are in conversation but we're in it because the spirit of God is in us we carry the spirit so we're also in that conference room we're also in that meeting so the father in heaven now it's been declared on behalf of the Holy Spirit in us to make the supplication. And now we're moving into partnership with the Father. So now his will for us is to learn how to move in response of what the Holy Spirit is praying on our behalf in any given situation. So that's why we have to understand that the Lord wants us to learn how to draw Pacific lines and begin to bind up meaning the supplication by the strength of God and the hand of God and knowing that the hand of God is the power of God so the pattern to bind means it's to not to be tied together but to be loose so at the end of the day that we may be able to bind and be able to loose at the end of the day spiritual um, framework that God teaches us how to bind and loose in heaven. So next week we're going to the binding and we're going to the loosing and then we have put all this together on prayer and the word and how it goes together because supplication is where we enter into also a 
the presence of God and it allows us to have conversation with God and know the mind of God and then it gives us the ground for us to be able to use the authority that God has given unto us to deal with the things that we will bind and the things that we would lose. So prayer is more than just praying words but it also teaches us how to go in and to break the enemy. Hallelujah. Plans. Hallelujah. So we're going to stop right here and we're going to just have a worship song or two. And then we're going to call Apostle Joe. He's going to give us some words. Amen. As we um, thank God for our Thanksgiving service. We thank God for all you that um, are, have come or coming. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the teaching of your logos, your Sunday school logos class on this morning. God, we give you glory. Allow these words, O oh God, to not just be embedded in our hearts, but let it be embedded, Lord God, in our spirit, so that we would know who we are as kingdom citizens, O oh God, and come into more closer relationship with you, not with the building, but in relationship with you, our Lord Jesus Christ, so that, Lord God, everything that you have given us in the kingdom of God, not only will we be able to obtain it, but we will be able to know how to use it strategically, effectively, in order to free your people, because you have called us as deliverers, you have called us as rulers, to rule, oh God, over everything, oh God, that is not like you. So, Lord God, we just thank you on today. We thank you for bringing us here today. We thank you for the Thanksgiving service on, on today. And even, Lord God, as the people come in, as they begin to leave their various places, oh God, God, we just thank you. Bless everybody. Bless everybody that have come on yesterday. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen and glory to God. We welcome you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We thank you for coming out. Hallelujah. Soar International Outreach Network, Unlimited Grace Prayer Ministry. Amen. We thank God for you. We thank God um, that you have come and came out on today. And we know for sure that you're going to be blessed. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, we just, first of all, want to give thanks, amen, to the family, amen, of Joseph as a more, amen, as we continue to celebrate dad's death. We thank God also for our family that have traveled all the way from New York. We thank God for you. Hallelujah. My sister Gifty, God bless you, amen. Hallelujah. I never forget her kindness when, when we went to New York. She welcomed us in her house, amen, so we never forget that, amen, and tried to take us to Red Lobsters, but the line was so long, hallelujah, amen, remember that, <laughs> I don't know what we ate, but we ate something, so we thank God, amen, and how she blessed Reverend Esther as a more as well, took really good care of her when we came down there too, so just know that your love offering does not go unknown. Amen. We thank God for your life because traveling here when you work, you have a husband, you have children, and coming here just during the week like that and to come and to support your family. You know, she's more, they grew up together. Um, Emmanuel, you probably won't understand this because I don't know if you probably was born when they were all coming up, but she came, they was all brought up together. Amen. And now most of them are here in U.S. And they still, you know, most of the time when we leave our our, our, our Kendrick, you never connect sometimes back, especially from afar, but they have connected back, hallelujah, as they come to the States, and that is a beautiful thing, amen, so we just thank God for you, we thank God for your love offer, we thank God for you supporting us, amen, 
and showing me some culture things on yesterday. Amen. So as we continue to learn from one another, we just thank God for you. Amen. So we just thank God for also those that have came out on yesterday. You know, you always give thanks. This is a Thanksgiving service. Amen. You know, this is something that we do. Hallelujah. In our culture um, in Ghana. Amen. Shanti, you know, right now I'm still trying to figure out, amen, is it Nigeria, is it Ghana, I don't know, but I know I am 89% African, just have not nailed down where, amen, but um, I know we all come from there, but sometimes when we come to the states because of history and we don't know where our roots come from, but just to make it known, um, individuals, we come from Africa, Amen. We just may not have migrated in there. We made it to U.S., but our ancestors, hallelujah, was ones that went, went through in order to get here. You've never been, but it's called Aquaba, Cape Cod. If you ever go there, you will learn your roots. Amen. I learned hairstyle. I thought I was a cosmetologist, but when I went there, I learned where hair style lean came from i learned how it started it didn't start by somebody just creating a corn roll it didn't start just by somebody creating a braid but there were slaves they were locked up in a five by seven cell just like sardines and they were braiding plaiting twisting each other's hair that's where most of the hairstyles come out of if you ever want to learn your history cosmetologist about hairstyling you need to visit Ghana and go to Aquaba Cape Cod and you will learn a lot amen I wanted to say that because sometimes we are blinded by where we come from and it's time that we know who we are. Because when we don't know who we are, we're lost. And we lose the keys of the kingdom. And we can't lose these, y'all. We need these. So we give thanks, hallelujah, to the Lord. We thank everybody that came out on yesterday. Everybody that came out and just showed their support. We thank God for Pastor Jim Vickers. We thank God for Touch Magic LLC. You know... Wow, he's in Ghana. He's in Ghana right now. But he made sure that he sent somebody on behalf of his company to come and represent. Now that's love. Amen? So it's not just about the donation. But he's in Ghana. He's not even here right now. But he sent somebody else on his behalf to come and support Emmanuel. Because Emmanuel is one of the, the baby sons. Of Joseph Esamore. So we thank God for you. We thank God for. Hallelujah. Kissy. We thank God for his wife. We thank God for Elder Afar. We thank God for. Um, Mr. and Mrs. Mavis Canoe. And Pastor Peter. God bless you. We thank God for Samuel Adua. We thank God for Aunt Cece. We thank God for Julian. We thank God for Eunice. Up here, we thank God for Helena Asante, Mr. Adu. We thank God for Ebenezer. We thank God for Charity. 
her name even sound like charity is love giving and all that so we thank god for you charity for those that don't know she has an african fabric store here in uh, fairfield so there's not a lot of places that sell african fire uh, fabric so you can go there it has a big selection thank god for her david we thank god for david and doreen we thank god for deacon ernest Hallelujah. And we thank God for him. He was MC yesterday. We thank God him stepping up. We thank God. We also want to thank God for Prince Charles. Prince Charles. We call him Uncle Charles. He was the gentleman. I don't know if y'all saw him. He was videoing and everything. We thank God for him because in um, Apostle Joe's culture, he's in a Shanti. Shanti. He's in a Shanti. So out of respect, you know, we have kings. So back in Ghana, you have Shanti kings there. But here in Cincinnati, we also have Shanti kings here. So he connected him out of out of respect. You connect with them just to let them know the morning and everything. So Prince Charles is the one who connected us. Hallelujah. To make sure that we went and, 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 and um, gave our gratitude um, um, to the kings and, and, and also invited as well. And also, Prince Charles is the one who actually, here in Cincinnati and other places, he has Royal Cruise Entertainment. He is the one that if you have anything going on, every funeral, every baby Christian or whatever, he is the one who sent it out electronically. So it's through Prince Charles that everybody, you know, knows what's going on. So we think, and he showed up. And stay. So we thank God for you. And he videoed it. And guess what? Sent me the video last night. So he sent me all the videos, the pictures. So we thank God for him. Most of the time you got to edit. You got to take time. You get it in three days. He gave it. So I got video for us. Amen. So we thank God for you. We thank God for Helena. Okay. I said her name already. Amen. I know that name. Okay. Um, Ernest, Ashanti, and Linda. Amen. And then, you know, we want to thank Reverend Charles and First Lady Gina for giving us the space. We thank God for, you know, we have more than just um, giving thanks to them, but we have fellowship, we have relationship. We thank God for the relationship we have with them as family, as they invite us into their ministry to minister. They come into our ministry. So we're, we're family, amen. So we thank God for him. And also, he was supposed to be in Ghana. But he decided to stay just to make sure that he made the funeral. So, you know, we don't take that, you know, lightly. So we thank God for that. And also, we thank God for First Lady Gina. And also, um, we thank um, um, God for my daughter. Amen. Um, and also, Abraham. Amen. And all the other helpers. Amen. That helped with the food. Made sure that all the food and everything... And make sure everything was given out. We thank God for Alan. We thank God for Alan and his wife. We thank God for Mama Lillian. Amen. We thank God for Dr. Fidelis and also uh, Sister Antoinette and her uh, mother. We thank God because these are people that did things behind the scene that probably was not there. So I want to make sure that I give gratitude unto them. We thank God for them. We thank God. Hallelujah. Just for uh, uh, Mother Vickers who stepped in, my mom yesterday. Most of y'all probably saw her dozing off because she had just coming back in from Maine. 
So she was traveling all week. So for her to even come and to be there with my dad, I thank God that she was there. Amen. So I, I thank God for her. Amen. Hallelujah. And anybody else that gave that I did not mention, but I want. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. I wanted to recognize those that were here in the book because this is what I see. And so many other people, you know, behind the scenes, amen, that pastor may know. I, um, so we thank you all, too, if I didn't mention your name. We don't take it for this is the Thanksgiving service. We're thanking you. We're, we're Because without you, you know, you show support to Apostle Joe L. Moore. He's here, even though we're going to have the main funeral February the 5th, 2022. He took us back. But guess what he did? Y'all don't even know. That was a parable. He said 2002 because that was something sentimental he had with his father. He remembers something in 2002 with his dad. So he wasn't off for those that thought he was. It was just something that him and dad had going on in 2002. Because he wasn't here yet. Amen. So 2022. So that means I'll be crossing over in Ghana again this year. Wow, I crossed over last year. I don't know what it is. Crossing over again, amen, in 2022. I crossed over in 2021. Now I'm coming 2022. Hallelujah. So we'll be there. So for everybody to be able to come out during this time, we are honored, amen, for everybody that came and supported, even those that came and supported Pastor prior to us giving this Thanksgiving service when we first heard that Dad had passed, amen. So we just thank everybody. Um, we thank God even for, even though he's part of the family, but we thank God for Junior, Joseph, the brother, because he's in Ghana. Even though he thought he was coming here for one thing, you know what I'm talking about. But God had you here for, for this. And you extended your time. It was not free. Because you know when you extend your ticket, it's money. So he knew how important it was to be here with his brothers during this time. So we thank God for that. Junior for staying because he leaves at home a wife and baby as well. So we thank God for his extended stay as well. So is there any other thanks? Um, would you like to give any thanks? Okay. 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 I was wanting to offer my um for the family to come and give thanks. I think I've did I miss anybody? 
<laughs> okay, he'll tell me later if I did. Don't hold it to my heart, Matt. Please, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually tired. It's the Holy Spirit that got me for real. But anyway, so now what we do is, um, let's listen to a song and then, Pastor, we'll let you just come and just do what you do, however the Lord. <laughs> you, you, you. We can just go forward. Okay, so we'll go forward. So we, I'll just give the word and hallelujah. Okay. Everybody relaxing. Hallelujah. Thank you. Give me more, Holy Spirit. Give me more. Please give me more. I need it, Spirit. I need it. Hallelujah. Unless we call the, the preacher. <laughs> I say your name. I did not say your name. Amen. I ain't going to call the preacher woman. Hallelujah. Amen. So we just thank God for you. Hallelujah. So let's just go ahead and listen to a song or two. And then we just go ahead. And guess what? The short exhortation is going to be short. Holy Spirit don't take hour. One thing we know here is that Holy Spirit moves quick. So sometimes people will say, oh, I thought you were supposed to preach for an hour. I thought you were supposed to preach for 45 minutes. If the, if the Spirit only gives you 15 minutes, let me tell you, grasp, grab it. Grab the word. Because the, 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 the sermon may be 15, 20 minutes. Sometimes the sermon could be 10. Amen. So we got to let Holy Spirit move. Amen. So hallelujah. So we give God the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we just thank the Lord. Hallelujah. So we just we just celebrate, amen. Hallelujah. Ah, hey, hey, hey. God, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
are doing the same today. You are doing the same today. You are doing the same today. He's doing the same today as he did yesterday and before time. y'all up. Then we go right into the word. Amen. Hallelujah. This will get you up because see if you don't understand this one. Hallelujah. I don't know. But this one should get you up. Hallelujah. I know it gets me up all the time. But you know I don't need a song to praise God. I, I praise God just waking up. I praise God just waking up. Everything that 
There she go. Hey. Come on, Emmanuel. Come on. Come on, passenger. Hey. Don't let me have to get Ernest. I'm uh, thinking Ernest over here to get y'all up to dance now. <laughs> and Emmanuel can dance. I was following him yesterday. That's why I was on beat.
And I know 
and him all my strength, hallelujah, comes from the Lord. So I'm going to give him a, a praise. I'm going to lift up his name. I'm going to magnify his name. I'm going to glorify his name because he glorified me. He justified me. He saved me. So do you think I'm going to sit down and let the rocks cry out for me? Oh no. I'm going to cry out louder than the rocks. Hallelujah. Because I know how good God been to me. I know how he fed me. I know how he took care of me. I knew how he healed me and blessed me and allowed me to be me. Hallelujah. I ain't got to be you and I ain't got to be you, but I'm me. And I thank God for creating me because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made in Christ Jesus. So I'm going to thank him. I'm going to praise him. I'm going to Shabbat him. I'm going to glorify him because he is my shepherd. He is my rock. He is my refuge. He is my El Shaddai. My God Almighty. When the enemy try to come and try to overtake me. My God Jehovah El Shaddai. Rise in. My God Almighty. And he covers me. Like Jehovah Nisi. He is my covering. He is my peace. Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Kavad. He is my glory. When Jehovah Kavad come in. The king of glory come in. So all things has to cease. All things has to bow. All things has to be removed. So I'm giving him praise. When Emmanuel comes in. When God is come in. My God, my God. I got to give him praise. When Jehovah Shammah. Jehovah Nisi. Jehovah Tisignanu. Magadish. My righteousness. My sanctification. My God. Oh, my Jehovah. Raha, my counselor, my advisor, my Jehovah Rafi, my healer, my God. I don't know about you, but I'm talking about Jehovah, my God. I'm talking about Yashuri Hamashua, Barosa Kaya. Oh my God. When I think about the goodness of the Lord, I can just have a sermon just like that. Just talking about the goodness of the Lord because he's been so good to me. Look at me. Do you know my past? Do you know where I come from? You would know that God. God is good huh? because where I come from uh, may not be where you come from, uh, but it was from a long path, uh, a dark path uh, where God saved me. Uh, he brought me here. So you think I'm going to sit down uh, and cross my legs on God uh, and think I'm cute just because I'm an apostle? Oh, no. I'm a praise. I'm a worshiper. I'm going to praise him. Uh, I'm going to lift up his name, my God, because uh, he's been good to me. Hallelujah. He's been good to us, y'all. We sit down on God too much. I know it's like normal, being normal when you go into church, everybody sits down. But I'm telling y'all something. Let me help you. If you ain't heard nothing from me on this weekend, listen to this one. When you praise God, and not just when somebody tell you to get up and praise Him, but just praising Him out of the ordinary. People just sitting down listening at a sermon. And you just jump out and say, praise God. And just start running around. People looking like, could you shut up? Could you sit down? No, I cannot. Because do you know what God did for me? Do you know where God brought my husband from? Do you know where God brought my wife from? Do you know where God brought my children from? Do you know where God brought me from? 
I can't sit down on God. He's been too good to me. You know, David, he danced unto the Lord. He danced until his clothes came out. They was looking around. Even his wife, like, what do he think he's doing? Why is he acting like that? He's embarrassing me. Why is he going off the cliff like he's doing? He was giving God praise. Because, see, you don't understand. The Ark of the Covenant was not easy to carry. Anybody that touched it died. You couldn't be no any person that touched the Ark of the Covenant, my God. But when they was able to carry the Ark into its place, David danced, my God, to his clothes fell off. He didn't care if he was naked. He said he came in his own. Came in naked, gonna leave naked, my God. So therefore, you gotta praise God like never before. Like it's your last day, your last breath, your last, your last. Like you have your last dollar. No, it's not about a dollar. It's like your last breath. Give God praise. Lift up his name. Thank him. We don't thank God enough. We, we, we expect stuff. We expect stuff to be given. You know, a simple thank you go a long way. If you don't get nothing else from me today, second point, always say thank you. Even though you may not was raised saying it, but thank you will give you more. Because it shows a gratitude of thanksgiving. We don't say thank you enough. We, you know, we expect people to do something without a thank you. And when they do it, you still don't say thank you. The way we were brought, we would say thank you, welcome, no sir, yes sir. But as we grow, some of us don't keep it and it's okay. But not the thank, thankfulness and the gratitude of gratefulness. You can never leave those two out. So in life, not only be thankful, but when people do something, you should say thank you. Or you should say, just show, and sometimes it's not even your words, it's your action. Because you can say thank you and really don't mean it, just needed them to do it. But no, make it sincere. You can sit down if you like, if you like to keep standing, you can. But the word today, Galatians 6 Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you are spiritually restored. Such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Consider yourself least you also be tempted. Bear one another's burden and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone think himself to be something, when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoiced in himself alone, not in another. For each one should bear his own, his own load, his own load. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever man sow that he will also reap. Verse 10 is what I want to make. Verse 2 and 10 together. Therefore, as we have opportunity, 
Let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. And two, bear one another's burden and so fulfill the law of Christ. Now, when I come from the Amplified Version, it says, bear. Bear means to what? Endure. It means to carry one another's burden and troublesome more fault. And this way, fulfill and observe perfectly the law of Christ, the Messiah. And complete what is lacking, meaning in your obedience to do it. But here we go. So then, as an occasion, an opportunity, 10, then 10, open up to us. Let us do good morally to all people. Not only to those we like or those that are of our own space or our own, we say click, but to all people. Let me say that again. Do good to all people, not only being useful or profitable to them, but also doing what is for spiritually good advantage. Be mindful to be a blessing, especially to those of household of faith, meaning those who belong to God's family with you, the believers. Stick right there. This is one thing I've learned in ministry. The man and the woman you met yesterday, they raised me in ministry. Those of my spiritual parents 20 years ago, I'm their fruit. I come out of their ministry. And you see, her name is Robin. God wanted me that bad. So as I was calling Robin, I was really calling forth myself. My name is Robin. Because of her character, her love, and just who she is, as well as who he is, I'm saying this to say that it is very important how you leave. It's very important how you treat people, especially those in the household of faith. Even though sometimes we may not agree or we may not receive the leader that God put in place, but the Bible says, touch my anointing, do my prophet no harm. We cannot put our mouths or come against no leader. Even if they, your apostle, your pastor, your evangelist, your, are not. It's God's anointing. So sometimes when things begin to happen in our life, we're wondering like, well, why is this happening to me? I'm doing everything right. But that word that you said against that leader because you was offended, or maybe they may have rubbed you the wrong way, and sometimes we do. Sometimes leaders can rub people the wrong way. I'm not saying that leaders are perfect. We're human. We make that's why I always tell people, don't do it unto me. Do it unto God. Because I may offend you, not want to offend you, but we're human. Because see, when you get offended, you're going to leave God because you're going to leave the church because of the offense that I may have caused you, but really God sent you here. See, that's how the enemy pluck us up out of our 
blessing because of offense. We get offended, but don't you know that's your making? Don't you know offenses is your making? The Bible tells us in Matthew 25, come on, offenses will come. So God warned us that you're going to be offended. But it says also woe unto them. Because there are people that cause offenses just out of despite. Let me help you. This is the ones that I'm saying that does that. When they are offended, what happens is somebody's been praying. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right. One month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Saying, Lord, help me. The Lord sends them to that ministry. They come. God's going to deliver them. God is going to bless them. And the enemy knows it. So the person that's already offended in the ministry, because maybe they got rubbed the wrong way, begin to whisper to the individual. And they don't come directly talking about the leader or the people. They come really sneakily. But then they say, this happened to me. They said this about me. This is going on with me. So what's happening is a seed of offense is being planted into the spirit of that individual that was sent for deliverance, that was sent for blessing, and that was sent to be created and made what God created them to be. But what happened is that seed of offense, now in their mind, the enemy had leeway to begin to trick them to make them be offended with the leader or the people because that person was offended. That's the one when I'm saying woe unto you. Those that does it that way. And that's what's happening in the church. They are people that are really, after they get what they need from God, what they do is they act offended. Hear me, act offended. You have not offended them. But they need a way out because they have already, you can't prostitute God, but that's what they think they did. They got what they needed from God, but at the end of the day, they was never here for God. They were here for the things of God because they knew of the men and women of God that knew how to get a prayer unto God, answered unto God. But see, where they mess up is, even though the blessings may be coming, but they disconnected themselves from the blessing because the blessing comes from above, hallelujah, down. So what happens is they disconnect prematurely. And so things begin to still go on in their life, but then things begin to crumble because they disconnected too soon because of offense. That's why we must understand that we must do good to all people. We're not going to agree with everybody. Everybody is not going to agree with you. But the thing is, people always will say, well, I ain't got to like you, but I got to love you. Let me tell you something. Like is not even in it. But you are commanded to love. You are commanded to love me regardless if I offend you. Now, hold up. 
Emmanuel. Are you serious? Are you telling me I got to love you even when you have offended me? Yes. They killed Jesus. They put him on the cross next to the murder and the thief. And what did he say? Forgive them. They know not what they do. Huh? So what makes us special? We have to love them. Is it easy? No. But you have to do good to all people. Meaning that no matter what the case may be, even though some people may not come and support you, but if God tell you to go support them, you better go. See, people don't obey God because of offense. See, if God give you an assignment and he tells you to go be a blessing to your enemy, you better go. You better go. Because he says to what? Love your enemies. And that's a token of love. That's one of the highest. Th How could you bless them and they don't like you? They despise you. They say all about things against you. They don't even like you. They don't even like what you can do for them. And you telling me I got to love them. Matter of fact, go pay their bill. Emmanuel, are you going to go? But guess what? The blessing flow. When you do that, hey, I am a witness. Hey, I don't bless people that I know. It ain't about them being jealous of me. It's just anointing on me. But they don't know the price that came with it. So, that's why I'm blessed. That's why I can speak things and it comes, happens. Before I even get there, it happens. I'm blessed. Not because of anything I've done. But because I've blessed my enemies. I've blessed people that thought that they was coming to just use me. But what they didn't understand is that I know that I am a deliverer. Even though you think that's what you're coming for. But God going to do something in you. Because that spirit that you have is not good. So my love is going to overshadow that darkness. See, people can't take it when you keep loving them. When they don't like you and keep doing things against you and you just keep loving them. Because when they go home, they're looking in the mirror like, why? Is he still talking to me? This is the spirit that's in them, y'all, because it's a spirit that is operating inside of them because that demonic spirit do not want them to be set free. See, if they begin to know who they are, the enemy won't be able to control them because the enemy does not have authority. He has power, but no authority. He gets the authority when we let him slither in and use us against one another. When we're on the same team. See, churches today, buildings, let's say mortal brick buildings. And then the churches is me and you. We can't even come together. Why? Because of name. Because of prestige. Because of power. I'm arch. I'm arky. I am elect. 
is the gift title when it's not about that. It is the love. It is how we come together for one cause. And that is to bring deliverance to those that are lost. To do good unto all. To show people not just kindness, but love. Love is more than kindness because love shows people that I can love you even though I rubbed you the wrong way. And I'm sorry. There's still some things in me that God is working out in me. But I love you. Until we get to that place of love, we will never ever experience the true promises that God has already given us. It is the love that is causing us to miss God. And that's why it's like we're praying and we're praying and we're praying. We're fasting, we're fasting, we're travailing, we shot takaya, we breaking the devil, we send him back to cinder, we duck up the tie, and still nothing because of our love. That's why we should be thankful, grateful for those that do small things. It don't have to be huge. Just acknowledging somebody. Showing thanks, gratitude. You don't know. See, when you have a call, you know, apostles is not just come and just preach. That's not what apostles are called to do. They're called to set up, rule, break down, tear down. To bring things into alignment. But when God sends you out. Even if they've never come and supported you, even if they never knew that you had a need and never supported the need, we must do good unto all because we know our calling. So when you know who you are and you know the calling on your life and you know how they killed Jesus and what they did, the same ones that he healed, the same ones that he fed. See, he fed a multitude of 5,000, 7,000, and many more. But he showed what? He showed order. See, when he fed them, he didn't just feed them. He was showing the disciples order because he set them what? In a set of 50s. Then he separated the children and women he, because he wanted the um, disciples to understand it's more than just feeding them. Like I taught y'all how to fish, not for just something of commodity, something that's tangible, but fishermen of men. See, we want to go gather everybody in our church and say, come and join us, come and join us because we want their money. But one thing we don't understand is that God has people that may never come and join your church, but may just plant and be a financial blessing to your church. But we get so caught up in numbers and we miss the people because God is not planting them in one building. He's planting them among because he knows their heart. He knows what they can give. He knows their time, their support, their energy everything but we look at it wrong so when they don't come or we know they have the ability to do it we get offended and then we begin to put our mouths but at the same time they're doing what the bible says because it says to do all good to all people do good to all people so god has given them already the mandate who to what to do so they could not have favoritism they can't just say i like you because you come from my country or i 
I come from your education or I come from your background. No, they have to do good to all people. No matter if you black, you white, you purple, you Chinese, you Puerto Rican, you because we as Africans, we're really Africans, African Americans. But at the end of the day, it's just a piece of paper application that tried to separate us as black. But we're African Americans. One, not African, then blacks. No, we're African Americans. Just because you don't have citizenship in America doesn't matter. We're African American, we're African. Period. No black, no, okay, you got black and white, those are categories. But I'm talking about we as a, come on, a, a, not a gender, not a nationality. African, some in America, whatever, but where do we descend from? I'm just saying. Ignorancy, having no knowledge of where you come from, the, the root, the, um, the, the point of beginning, the origin point. That's why the enemy have come into us, our mind, and he have deceived us. And now we don't know who we are, so we do anything to our people. So even though they rub you the wrong way, gifty, you still got to do good to all people. Even though they may, and they may be wrong. Because everybody, they're wrong. They're dead wrong. But we got to do good to all people. Is that easy? No. And if anybody can sit here and tell me that that's easy, please help me see it. It's not. It is not. Jesus, he said, take this cup from me. He, Jesus. That right there proved to us that things like that is not easy. The same people that he fed. It's the same people said crucify him. Along a thief and a murderer. Him in the middle who didn't do nothing but heal and deliver. And out of all of them killed to crucify him. You're going to be crucified. If you're in Christ, you're going to be crucified. So expect it. But no, greater is he that's in he that's in the world. Know that. But do good unto all people. Bear one another burdens. See, you say you're in the spirit, I should have to come and tell you I need something. If you're in the spirit, you feel me. If you're in the spirit, you're gonna feel me. One thing about me and Apostle, when we um doing a prophetic service, as the Lord is speaking to us. Give us the prophetic word. It's so funny because the Lord is down low, right? So I'll be sitting there like, okay, the Lord starts showing me stuff. And Apostle, he will begin to say it. So I don't have to come and show everybody my gift and come behind him and say the same thing. But that's what people do to be known. God has already said it through the man of God. Now, if he gives me something else to add, I add. But that lets me know that we are in the spirit together. We're able to bear one another's burden. Because he's able to see what God showed me. And then he began to speak it. Oh, he's in the spirit. Because then I tell him, hey, we got to bear one another burden. Meaning that we got to be in prayer. How could you know if you're not in prayer? See, that's where the Spirit of God speaks. So at the end of the day, you may be in need. But guess what? Hmm. When something happened to me, I didn't understand it. I told God, 
I pray for my son. Like, Lord, please help him do this. Help him do this. Help him do this. It was $15,000 what he needed. Help him do this. Help him do this. One day, me and Pastor was in here. I had a client in the office. We was, he was in the office with another client. Bow. My bank thing showed up. You know, you put that notification on your phone when money come in and out, right? Notification came up. Now, this was like eight months ago. Nine months ago, I was praying this prayer. Because I had already told him we could do payments because I wanted him to show me responsibility. Because sometimes as mothers having a 29-year-old, you know, you don't you still want to show no responsibility, you know? Like, okay, not you gonna earn it, but I ain't gonna pay that whole thing, you know? So I've been praying. Dang. $15,000. So in my mind, I'm not thinking that. I'm like, who went in my account? So I can't go and call the bank because I'm in the office with a client. Then I'm in here talking to pastor. So for four hours, I'm looking at my phone. Come on, can I be real? We're human. 15000 you don't know? Come on. You don't want to say, excuse me. I'll give me a minute. Hello? Hello? But I couldn't. That whole day, pastor is my witness. He was with me. When did... Pastor, tell you, when did I deal with it? At 7 o'clock that night. From 8 in the morning to 7 o'clock at night. And then what did I do? I came back to the church, laid on the altar, because the altar was over here. I laid right here, and I said, Holy Spirit, I don't owe nobody. I don't owe, because you know, if you owe the state or whatever, they're going, I don't owe nobody. So Holy Spirit told me, go on the site. Clark Clerks. I put in my name, nothing. I put in my older son's name, nothing. And I put in my son's name. And it said, garnishment. 15000 I called my son like, hey! <laughs> Can I keep it Hey! I just, how did they know? But I forgot because when they was four, I opened them up a savings account. Didn't know. And then because somebody have given me money for a business transaction. So I wanted to put it in that savings because... It was a separate transaction. Totally forgot. So he's 29. So that account been open for 25 years. So it occurred interest. And then I would put $10, $20 in there. But somebody else's investment was there. So I called him. And I said, hey, did you? He didn't even know that I still had it. But you know, when you owe different things, they come after everything. And his name was also on that account. I'm just helping somebody right now. Be careful what you pray for. 
See, I thought that God was going to come another way. So I said, well, Monday, we're going to have to go take care of this because I know I'll get my money back. But guess what? Monday was his birthday. So I said, I'll meet you at 5 in the morning. We'll go down there. But from Friday to Monday, God said, call your investor and tell him the situation. But you asked me to do something. Don't go get the money back. Hello? So Monday when I met my son, he thought we was going down there. Can I be real? I had tears in my eyes. Like, you're not going to have to pay it back. He was like, no, mom, I'm going to have to. I said, no. You go take care of what you got to do. So when I called the guy, my investor, he knew them when they was like four anyway. He understood. But I still have to pay it, you know, here and there. He understood. But I'm just saying. And that was in the time that we were still bringing this place back together. Because during the COVID, God told us to open the center here. And we didn't, I didn't, we didn't have, you know, any of the instruments, none of this. So I was praying. Some guy was saying, he took me to the music store. And he said, he showed me everything to pick out. And I was like, okay. It came up to 16000 And I told him to give me a bill, sale, you know, you get it. He said, well, you could do a, a, a drive. But then the Spirit spoke to me and said, I'm going to give you those. Because you're hard. And what you, you obeyed me when you did not go get the money. So three, so after that happened, three days later, somebody called me. Come get the paperwork, go to the store, and go pick up your instruments. And God did it. So what does I'm saying? When you do good unto all, Bear one another burdens. I bear both. Uh, you know, I tried to show responsibilities to my children because I, I want them to be responsible. But he's still my child. And that was a burden that I gave unto the Lord. And he wanted to see the sacrifice. And even it could have destroyed a friendship of the investor. But God let him have compassion. Y'all, I'm telling you, when we do good unto others, do good unto others, I'm telling you, everything will come unto you. In closing, people are not easy. I, I'm sorry, I don't have another, I don't have another sermon on this, but they're not. People are fickle. They love you today and they don't like you tomorrow. And they love you the next day. And people are fickle. We're human. It's not right in most cases. But you can't allow that to stop your love. 
You can't. See, when you have been through the different things that I've overcome, that dealt with dealing with situations in love, and it was not some easy things, some things was I was violated in, some things that wasn't good to happen, it taught me how to love. I got taught the hard way to love. But it's worth it. It's worth it. Because I can't hold a grudge bow in my body against people. I can't. I I don't, I don't, I it doesn't sit good with me. So I'm a, I'll come back and apologize to you even if you're wrong. I'm sorry. I, I just can't do it. it. It's something that the Holy Spirit just don't allow me to do. And I thank God for that. And I think that's why God can continue to use me and continue to trust me and continue to do what he's doing in my life because he knows that it's hard for me to really have a vendetta against somebody, to be offended with somebody, to not love somebody. It's hard. Some of my friends would say, well, why do you let people just... They got to deal with God. My prayer is that I pray and I ask God to have mercy on them. And I just remember when God just started doing some things, and, the, and I know because what the people did to me, and, and, and I went to the pastor, and I said, Pastor, come on, we're going to have to pray. Even though they, they were wrong, but what they were going through, it was just too much. We prayed. See, most people would still come against you. Most people would still send a fire of God against you because they can't get out of their mind what you did to them. But we cannot do evil to, evil to others. We cannot, we cannot wish evil to others. No matter what they did to us, we must do good to all people. So I leave this to you today. Continue to do all good. Do good to all people. Do good to all people. Do good to all people. Especially, this is the word, especially. Now, this say to all people, but especially means, hey, you want the grace and the order to fall in your life? You better not disrespect no leader. Don't look at them as them being your brother or your sister or your cousin or you think you're close to them. You better respect the anointing and the order that's on them. Just because they're your brother or they're your sister don't mean nothing. The all of God is on them. And when you don't do good unto them, and even though they may be wrong I'm just saying because we can get it wrong y'all but guess what God will deal with us at a more consequential level than he will deal with you why? because he chose us to not only carry the manifestation and motivational gifts but the ministerial gifts of the fivefold ministry the apostle, the prophet, the teacher, the evangelist, the uh, pastor. That is a more, he's giving you the ability to not only just, to, to also oversee. And you're counseling. See, in those areas of the fivefold, you're doing more than just saying I'm a leader. But you're counseling. You are advising. And you're dealing with somebody's spiritual state. That can cost them their life in Christ. 
That's why he holds it so strictly for leaders. So don't worry about it. If they're doing you wrong, and if what they did ain't right, don't talk back to them. Don't fight them. Don't do it. I'm telling you, don't do it because you're bringing calls down on yourself and even your family. Don't do it. Just go to God. He'll deal with them. He will deal with them. He will deal with them. In closing, in ministry, as I follow people, and pastor know, I served pastor seven years. When I met pastor, I come with the ministry that God gave me, but the Lord told me, come help him. Served him. I serve. I'm serving first. In every place I've went, I've never left the wrong way. I can still go back there. They can still come support me. Because one thing a man and woman of God told me was that wherever God take you, stay humble, prayerful, and be careful how you leave. You never know when you leave somebody. You never know if you have to come back through that door. You never know. Because fruit... How you know good fruit falls. It ain't about how many people sit in your chair, in these chairs. It's what you speak and things grow in people's lives. And change come and salvation come. Because people will get up and leave and still be broken. And still go to hell. So don't get caught up in numbers. But get caught up in first relationship in Christ. And look at the fruit the fruit is not just cars and houses. That's not fruit. That's not. That's just the manifestation of the blessings and the promises that was already given. That's not the fruit. The fruit is the fruit of the Spirit. And good fruit that falls at the end of the day. So especially, especially those that are in the household of faith. Especially those that are in the household of faith. Meaning those that are what? Believers, those that are, um, here it is, 10, here, right here. Especially those of household of faith, meaning those who belong of God's family with you, the believers. So, go in your prayer closet tonight and ask God to forgive you for any person that you may have put your mouth on, that may have rubbed you the wrong way, maybe they said something that wasn't good. Or whatever. And just ask God for forgiveness. Because every day before I lay down. I always say. I always ask God to forgive me. If I said something wrong. Knowingly, unknowingly. If I came at a person wrong. Show me Lord. If, if I could have done it in a better way. Even if I get in a situation. I don't always say. Okay it's just them. Okay God. Maybe could I could have handled it in a different way. Was it the way my approach. So that's how I come at God. And then if he if He corrects me. And me doing that. It's okay. Because I want to change. I don't want to be the same. See you got to be correctable. You got to be teachable. You got to be learnable. You, you, you would never make it far in life without wanting to be um, 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 teachable or corrected. You can't know everything. See, wisdom comes by hearing. Even though you know, that's how you acquire more wisdom. So you can say, oh, I know, okay, this, listen, 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 listen. Even though you know, you know. 
listen. And when people give you that wisdom that has wisdom, you better take that because years down the line, you're going to need it. So, in closing, I ask Pastor to come and close us out. Amen. So, we thank God for you. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Amen. That's, that's what the Lord gave me. Amen. So, let's continue to do good to all people. And to also make sure that we help others and their burdens as well. Amen. And God will bless you. Thank you. Hallelujah. We thank God. I want to take this opportunity to say thank you to everybody that is listening to us through iHeart Radio and um, Facebook or um, Zoom or any um, social media platform. We thank everybody that came out to support and everybody that gave in any form or any kind that gave financially people that gave their thoughts, ideas, their strength, and everything that anybody gave to support us during, um, or to come and console us as we mourn our father, um, Joseph Nana Asamoah. Um, the main funeral will be in Ghana on the 5th of February. We thank everybody and we appreciate everybody for coming out to support us. Um, we are grateful. Um, we know that um, there's a lot of people that supported. If I say I'm mentioning names, it's going to be take a while. But um, at the end of it all, those that their names were mentioned, those that their names were not mentioned, all of them, um, God has seen what you've done and He is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. I pray that whatever you spent whatever you lost in trying to console us. May the good God Almighty also console you. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we bow down our heads in prayer? The Lord bless you and then keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord hand his countenance towards you and then keep you in perfect peace. The peace of God that surpasses all understanding. I put the name of God upon your life that you may be blessed in your going in and in your coming out. I pray that things that of good reports, things that of noble reports, things that of just reports will come your way throughout this week in the mighty name of Jesus. I curse every mouth that curses you. And I bless every mouth that blesses you. May the strength of God and the glory of God overshadow you in the mighty name of Jesus. I pray that honor will be stored upon your life in the name of Yeshua HaMashiach. I pray that you will be the head but not the tail. I pray that things that of good reports will come your way. In Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Um, let's share the grace, grace of our Lord Jesus Christ the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. God bless you. I want to say Evelyn. That was her name. I'm sorry I couldn't think of it, but it's Evelyn. Amen. Evelyn, she was the one who um, uh, spearheaded, hallelujah, the food with First Lady. Um, so I definitely wanted to make sure I got her name because she 
at call pastor and say, hey, whatever you need. So I just uh, thank God for for her as well. God bless you. Amen. And the last thing is those that, um, we're not going to say we know you know Christ, but those that want to give their life to Christ, please, wherever you are, you may be listening to us um, over in 256 other countries. Hallelujah. You may be listening to us on the Zoom or the platform, the iHeart riding up and down the streets, wherever you are, all you have to do is just confess that Jesus is your Lord and Savior and that he died for you and ask him for forgiveness. Forgive others that have done whatever they've done unto you and know that he has already called you into the household of faith. As you confess with your heart and believe in your mouth that he is your Lord and Savior and that every knee has to bow and every tongue has to confess that he is your Lord and Savior. Know that wherever you are, you can be saved right now. And guess what? All you got to do is open up your mouth wide and receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit can be endowed on you. And it will be a life-changing experience. You are saved, those that have accepted him as their Lord and Savior. Amen. In Jesus' name. Thank you. <laughs>